Welcome everyone to the bandwidth. This is your first stop for collectible finance here at the Ban Arbitrage Network. We combine data and experience to help you understand the world of collectible finance. Welcome everyone. This is Father Ken. I am so glad that you chose to join us today to help build your knowledge in collectible finances. We have some of our mods and some of our uh, past hosts of the bandwidth here tonight to help us understand a little bit more about the world of collectible finance. I am so excited to share a little bit. We may even have an appearance of a rogue bacon tonight. And that's kind of the fun part about this afternoon's evening's recording. We're going to be pretty low key. We're just going to share a little bit about what's been going on uh, in our world of collectible finance over the last year. And then also what we hope to look forward to in the next year. So I want to uh, just take a minute to introduce a few people to you tonight. As always, Wolf is here with us. Wolf, how are you doing tonight? Doing well. Keeping warm. It's uh, cold where I'm at, unlike a lot of others. So uh, enjoying the holidays the way you can. And it is warm where I'm at too. Well, I'm sitting in my basement of the new house and enjoying the the fire that is slowly burning in the corner so it's it's pretty good i completely underestimated how much i would love having a fireplace except my dogs usually corner me out for the good spots that's true that's true we have wit with us wit is hands-free driving well he's his hands are on the steering wheel he's driving in the middle of nowhere on his way home wit how are you doing yeah i've been on the road for about eight hours up to this point just getting back from uh you know visiting the girlfriend's family uh some friends and you know, hit up a couple of game shops, but yeah, I'm doing good. I'm on my like final hour, hour and a half of driving. That's awesome, man. I am, I'm excited that you're able to join us. Thanks for uh, going hands-free and jumping in. Also, uh, we have Coda here with us. Where in the world is Coda? No one knows and he's not sharing, but uh, welcome Coda. How are you doing? Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for having me. I'm glad that our schedule's lined up so that I could meet you at two in the morning, your time. And, uh, Three in the afternoon, my time. Yeah, I've been, I've been missing this task. I've been missing in action. I was in the servers. <laughs> it's very true. It's very true. Thank you so much for joining us today, everyone. Uh, so here's the main thought today is what have we learned from BAN over the past year? What, what are some of the hard lessons that we've kind of faced? And uh, what do you look forward to in 2022? This is a a kind of end of the year podcast. We've, I think we've produced less than six podcasts this year. I could be wrong, but uh, we're trying to, we're trying to get back on track. We're trying to get things back up and running with all the changes that have happened in people's lives over this past year. It's been hard to do, but the good news is, is that we're here today and we're ready to share with you. So Wolf, go ahead and tell me what, what has been uh, the best thing about Ban for you this year? What's the what's the big win? What what have you really learned from Ban? And uh, we'll just take it from there. Oh yeah, I mean, I think the biggest one for me was just learning how to set up an LLC and, and get good bookkeeping and always bow to your accountant uh, with whatever they ask for and really just setting up a business, getting it running, getting uh, the pipeline of getting new inventory in and out and most formalized way that I've ever done it. And we have so many people in here who've done this before. It's amazing how many resources were in here to, to help me get that all settled and, and ready to go. So I'm going to go ahead and mark that as my biggest win because heck, even 11 months ago, 10 months ago, I had no idea how to even go about this. And now I've got it up and running and 
Uh, well, we'll find out in April how well I, I've, I've actually done it, but things seem to be sailing pretty well so far. That's good to hear. Uh, Wit, how about you? What what was your biggest win of this past year? Um, or biggest lesson or, or whatever we want to call it. I think it, I would have to say it's been very much about having the, using the SYP store. I think that was kind of my biggest, um, my biggest win, but it was also kind of a very um, interesting lesson. I, I wouldn't call it so much difficult, but it's been very much a learning experience because it's, you know, because with a primary store, you're supposed to send out cards. You're supposed to, you know, pack a reimburse, reimbursement invoice and send it to TCG Players Warehouse. But going with SYP, it's been very much a, a little bit of a game changer because, as you guys, as I said before, I've been doing some traveling here over the holidays, and I had to turn off my primary store, but I was, well, my secondary store, the SYP, was still up and running. Getting to use that, uh, using, you know, um, using it on a laptop, it was just a different experience, but it was also an enjoyable experience. And yeah, I would say that was probably my most, kind of my biggest win of the year is just having a, a second store online. And of course, with Van, just talking with other people that have the similar experiences and learning from them. Like it was all a very good experience from that. That is something that I've been thinking about looking into. I have uh, a couple of five rows that I haven't even touched since the move. And I've been thinking more and more about just sending those in and, and letting them ride. Yeah, I, I would encourage it. I mean, because I know you've talked about that your time is a bit more restrictive. This would be a good way for you to have to handle less with the, you know, with the cardboard itself. This would be something that, you know, if you have a little bit of downtime, you're able to just go on on the website, do some adjustments. It's, it's a good one to go into. And uh, I mean, I'm a bit new to it, but we definitely have experienced people inside band that allows us that we can talk, you can talk to, to get, a, you know, get that better set up and figure out what questions you need to ask. Yeah, that's that sounds like an amazing resource. And uh, just being able to take the time to talk with people about that, I think is really good, you know, because what we're doing is we're we're not just trying to trying to make our own money. We're trying to help each other make the best financial decisions in a, in the collectible marketplace. And I think that's a, a great way to support and encourage each other. Coda, you're, you're still out there. And what have you learned over this past year? Yeah, I've been thinking about this. Uh, and I would like to tag along what you just said. Uh, I think uh, having a, a, a sense of community uh, is really was really something that uh, helped, helped me getting along this, this year. In, in some, some of it was, uh, you know, chatting about uh, new scrappy methods uh, with Wolf uh, or new tools uh, development uh, uh, with the Hidden Agenda or his um, sheets. Or just, you know, I've been, well, going too much into personal details, I've been out to the US for a while and there were people that were willing to receive cards for me on my behalf while I was I'm sorting things out. Uh, so that was something that I really appreciated uh, uh, this year and having all of you around that was one of the best things ever. So I haven't heard a whole lot about your journey this past year, Coda, but over actually the past couple years, but the mutual support and encouragement of Ban, I think is a fantastic thing. And being able to have friends is great. And uh, I know that I count you as a, as a close personal friend. And if we were to ever meet in some foreign country, I'm sure that you would get a, a giant hug and a whisker rub uh, from me, just so you know. Looking forward to that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> For me personally, uh, the lessons that I've learned is is to take time. I have uh, over the past couple years, uh, I have taken a a zero dollar investment, uh, including zero cards, and turned it around and took the time to actually learn what it was to be a backpack grinder 
at, at least on the internet realm. You know, I, I really don't have a close network network of players to go and talk with or of players to buy cards from anymore. But what I do have is a resources to be able to find cards and source them online and then to be able to turn around and sell them rather quickly. You know, being able to have things in hand and to be able to have the mutual support and encouragement of the group like Ban to be able to figure out how to sell uh, I think I'm somewhere in the neighborhood of $8,000 worth of cards this year, which is rather small compared to, to some of the, the end of year budgets that I've seen uh, or end of year sales that I've seen. But still, it's, it's really encouraging to be able to have people from all different levels be able to kind of share with what, what's going on in everyday life and to be able to share the process of collectible finance. And so that's a lot of the lessons that I've learned is just take the time to figure out what you have and what you can do with what you have. I love that uh, we have such a good group of people that encourage each other on a daily basis. And yeah, there's there's still fighting, but uh, you know, it's it's not it's not the knockdown drag out kind of fighting. It's it's more of you can do this better and you need to improve. So that's what I really appreciate about Ban this year. And it's it's been really fun to jump in and listen to that. So what about hard lessons? Who has a hard lesson uh, maybe that they learned this year? I could probably start that off. I mean, I would say it's been kind of an ongoing lesson, but it's just been kind of hitting a bit harder. Uh, I would say it's the value of time. So oh. I know that a lot of people within Ban has talked, you know, because I mean, one thing is like, as I'm going through a lot of the chatter that happens on a daily basis, people talk about there are different strategies. I mean, for example, I believe, um, I think Bacon, it was either Bacon or Papa that said they focus a little bit heavier on sealed product. Other, I know uh, we have a, another band member who posts bulk all the way down to about three cents. I guess to a level I've been having to evaluate how do I value my time? Because when it comes to looking at my inventory, I would say I have a lot more bulk than anything else. I mean, it's a lot of good bulk, but I've also been kind of thinking exactly what is the most efficient strategy going forward, uh, especially going forward into 2022. And this is also why SYP was being brought into into play as well. So, yeah, I would say the value of time, and, and that's a bit of a tough one, too, because I love sorting, sifting through bulk. It's nice to listen to some lo-fi music, kind of relax, and go into uh, and just start going through piles and piles of cards. But I have to also face the reality, okay, is this actually a good resource of my time? But also, in addition, I'm also questioning my, my boundaries. Am I placing proper boundaries for my uh, to be able to rest, which has been a bit difficult because I'm at this point, I've been working, you know, seven days a week. And some days I work as much as 12 to 16 hours doing this, which I love it. I absolutely love running the store, researching cards, being active within the band community. But I also know that my cards are literally, I'm surrounded by my cards whenever I sleep, whenever I eat, and it becomes difficult to be able to rest. So I think that's a difficult lesson that I'm trying to, I'm learning in the process. I mean, I haven't, you know, I've still been going through that, but it's definitely something I'm having to to struggle with. That's a very real lesson, especially when, you know, I, I if you don't mind me mentioning, you're self-employed buying and selling. Uh, you've moved from the backpack grinder realms into into a almost a brick and mortar, but you have to be self-motivated in order to buy and sell. And a lot of that, is learning how to take time away. And I think that's a very real lesson that that all of us need to learn because we could really consume all of our time and efforts with uh, developing tools, with developing, you know, 
product strategy, you know, trying to find new resources to be able to purchase, scouring the internet for private stores that, that are just trying to offload cards. You know, this is a very real thing that we have to deal with. And at the same time, we also have to learn how to play, how to rest, how to enjoy everyday life. So I appreciate that lesson, Wit. And when you figure it out, let me know, will you? Uh-oh. Wit has turned into <laughs> robot mode. <laughs> he belongs to the road now. Yeah, I think he does. I will say one thing is I'm looking forward to you. Oh, am I? <laughs> we broke Wit. Oh, did you lose me? Uh, while Wit oh, is... Why Wit is, uh, is rebuilding... He's getting back his signal. I think I'm. I think I'll put him on mute. <laughs> <laughs> we're, right, we're, we're gonna mute you. I think we've lost you. All right. Sorry, Ken. I got distracted from uh, Wit's departure there. What was the uh, What was the question again? Or Kodar, oh. did you remember? Uh, what was the lesson learned during the uh-huh. year? And yeah, like uh, I, I, I. So, sorry if I skip you. <laughs> if I skip the queue, uh, Wolf. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I feel the same uh, uh, as uh, as with. Uh, I'm, I'm not as uh, surrounded by cars as as with, but I'm surrounded by, by code. <laughs> and sometimes I get too lost in you know the the website and the scraping and the hobby. And sometimes there is too much magic in my life, <laughs> I believe. And so probably uh, finding alternative hobbies uh, was really important for me. Uh, so. Having non non magic hobbies, especially now that uh, I I can play, I can use the the cards, was really helpful helpful for me. So that was that was my my big lesson. I love that. I I love that you've taken time to to learn to play again. You know, it's it's been a long couple of years for a lot of us. The distance from each other, the the changes to life and living, and how we've gone about everyday life really forces forced us to examine what we enjoy about life and what we're willing to do. And I'm glad that you found time to play with play magic cards again and play with others. I'm glad that you're you're finding some time to step away from the code, even though your code is amazing. I love that you you've taken the time for yourself and that you're able to do that. Those are definitely hard lessons to learn. One of the things that we like to do is get back to Wolf and let him talk, but he keeps on typing in the chat and uh, he tends to get a little distracted that way. But Wolf, how are you doing? What what kind of lessons have you learned this year? Oh, I was just saying that Coda's coding is amazing. So I'm I'm going to put the spotlight firmly on him for that comment. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was really just, uh, I think this year was the first year really in my adult life where I really, uh, I like to stress test things to see how far you can push it and how much I personally can do. Uh, and this year I learned my limits, which was a good lesson to learn. Very sobering. But uh, you work multiple jobs, a contract opportunity, you've got cards on the side business and you're trying to do projects for fun and you've got a personal life. You've got to learn to uh, let a couple things go, uh, which was, was quite difficult for me. But uh, it, was, it was good to learn. It was good to flex to see just how far you can go. And now it's more of a more of a retrace in terms of really deciding, getting really choosy, which is really nice in terms of where do you want to, and this does go back to, to Wit's lesson, uh, I think, of just where you want to spend your time. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. This past year, I think my greatest lesson for me, at least, kind of falls along the same line, is investing in what you value the most. Being able to invest your time and your efforts into the things that you really want to value and where you want to spend your time and efforts. and 
I'm learning more and more that I need to invest in myself and invest in the things that I enjoy doing. And in doing so, be able to be more effective at the at those things that I do. And I've really appreciated that time to be able to learn that and to be able to spend time doing the things that I like. And I'm just really looking forward to establishing a new routine, not to not to fill my time, but to know when I can take time to read a book or, you know, just go hang out with my family. And that's that's been really good. Uh, to be able to realize that I can invest in myself and the things that are going on in my everyday life. So at, at this time of year, we like to not only look back over the past year, but then also look forward to the next. Uh, in doing that, we've kind of had some lessons that we've learned, but what about the next year? What about those things that we're about to do and embark on? Where are you going to invest most of your time, maybe in MTG finance or maybe in everyday life? What are you going to do to grow? Uh, in 2022, maybe it's financially, maybe it's personally, maybe it's uh, your your own physical store. What's what's the learning process for 2022 look like for you? Maybe I should un unmute Wit and see if he has something to add. I think I was in I was in like a little dip valley area, and I lost part of the connection. So I would have understood if you just said you were driving through Kentucky <laughs> a couple hours ago. <laughs> Somebody laughed. <laughs> it is Kentucky. All right, Wit. What what are you looking forward to in 2022? Ooh. As I said before, I mean, placing boundaries, having better discipline. So I would say pursuing, continuing into that, being able to, uh, I'm planning on moving next year. I'm in a relationship and that's going to become a lot more serious. And yeah, so to say <laughs> but, um, but also I want to get the SYP store at the same level as my primary store. And yeah, so it's kind of just Keep trucking forward, keep growing the store, be better disciplined, know, learn how to rest. I mean, it's kind of, a, it sounds kind of like, you know, your typical New Year's resolutions of, oh yeah, lose weight, be better at timing. But I would say that's very much the case. 2021 has been a great year. It has brought a lot of fruit. A lot of great things have happened. There was a lot of tough transitions that had to happen. And through that, I've learned a lot about myself and learned a lot about my strengths and my weaknesses. And with all of that known, I'm, ho I'm planning on, I'm going to be placing boundaries to accommodate that. Sounds great. What what in the finance realm are you looking forward to the most this next year? First off, I got to say like some of the steps coming up sound very interesting. So I'm I'm interested yep. in what it means to invest in them. I still don't think standard is a very good place to park money, but I would say that right. I think for a future strategy, I want to dive deeper into investing into the four horsemen set. I think uh, and I mean, and I, and I know other people have talked about this, other YouTubers, so it's not something new per se, but I would say especially reserve list cards from Antiquities, Legend, Arabian Night, and I think one that is very much underappreciated, The Dark. I would also say even even something as simple as buying up comment, you know, near mint comments for 20, 25 cents, I think they're going to be good longer term investments. So I'm hoping to increase my positions there, but hopefully doing so without sacrificing my ability to, in, you know, to continue to have the engine that my store is to keep running. Right. That's, that's pretty reasonable. That's when we start thinking about cards in the long term, cards that we should invest in, you know, you're talking about those sets that are, are very interesting. Uh, sets that we haven't seen for a very long time and cards that will only get functional reprints in the next coming years. 
So in the coming years, uh, we hope to do a lot of really good things with with some of those older sets because they are good long term investments, and I I appreciate that. With thank you so much. Uh, if you are if you're going to get pulled over, by all means, you can jump off. But uh, uh, we're going to go to a, a freestyle here after we get a couple more answers. Coda, how about you? What are you looking forward to in 2022? Um, honestly, so I have two two kind of answers to these questions. Like the first one is financially, and the second one is technically. Financially, I think I hope I can reduce my position because uh, this hobby is very takes a lot of time to to manage, and I sadly don't have this time anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I I have some I'm in conflict with uh, some of the policies from Wizards of the Coast that I'm not a fan of. But we, we know uh, we this is not the right place to speak about those. <laughs> um, if, you, if you know, you know. <laughs> yeah. And technically, this is, I, I think I would like to bring uh, Ben on the next level. Like, uh, like at, the, at this time, uh, the, the website is running at, at full capacity, meaning that uh, we can't expand uh, as much as I, as I would like to. There are some technical limitations that uh, are, for example, preventing us from adding new uh, new stores, new tools uh, that I would like to resolve. And uh, we we might need some some help uh, from some external help to you know have uh, like a, a better technical separation between retrieving the data, populating the data, showing the data, using the data. And uh, I really hope that uh, once we have that sorted, uh, there is really the, the floodgates are open. Like we can do pretty much any anything we want with with that. It's just going to be very difficult. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that we have some resources to be able to support the the growth of our web page, and I'm glad that we have a few people that that can jump in with with that side of technical things, but we can always use more support and we can always use more people that are technically savvy. Maybe if we had somebody that would uh, be able to have some time to to work on the front end stuff while Coda continues to develop the back end, I think is is a great way to support band. And uh, it's one of those development things that I think as a company well, as a group of people, as the Ban Arbitrage Network, that we are concerned about doing. And I love that everybody involved is forward thinking and thinking about this next year, the next few years, and about how we can have better and, and more useful tools. So thank you so much, Coda, for all that you have done and all that you will do in the coming year. Uh, we look forward to everything that you develop. Wolf, how about you? What What do you look forward to in 2022? Uh, for me, <clears throat> honestly, it will be trying to eliminate the actual magic cards that I hold in my possession. Mm. Mainly because of uh, something that I've come to realize is I, I enjoy the technical aspect of this. Uh, I'm still going bananas over that churn API that TCG player has left exposed. So I can do basket analysis, I can do reviews of that sense, and just getting evaluation of the data. I mean, one of my favorite things about Ben is honestly, you know, we still definitely need tech help, but I think of all the, and I'm obviously very biased, but of all the you know, MTG or even most of the TCGs, I say most because I'm, there might be one out there that I just don't know. I haven't been around enough, but we have a really solid tech presence <laughs> in mm-hmm. our dev room. Uh, and I love it. I want to I want to expand that. And I enjoy the fact that, I mean, I had a former coworker who jumped in the dev room and he had RuneScape questions and people were able to help him. And, you know, if you have projects, you know, I like the, that open source 
kind of environment. And I really hope that continues and, and really thrives into the next year. And uh, so for me, it just kind of continuing in that vein, just sticking more with just the data projects and valuing the, the information and the insights that can be gleaned from data resources. Now, the part that I think I'd like to, to learn the most and, and get better at, even though I'm I'm very, I'm not the most eloquent of, of people. I think we know this by now, but uh, be uh, communicating those findings a little bit more effectively. But uh, that's definitely what I want to dedicate more time to is, is just diving into that and discovering more and more value inside the data that we already have access to. I mean, I think Coda has unlocked a cornucopia that I think, what is it now, two years later, I'm still... Yeah. Still trying to, to, and there's ample amounts to, to pull value and, and fund projects that you can do just with all of this information. So I just want to dive more heavily into that. And if I can derive value from that information, great. And if not, still, still fun to do. Yeah. I absolutely love what we do here at, at Bandwidth. My goals for 2022 really uh, center around churn. I want to be able to get cards in and get them out very quickly. I think within the ban arbitrage network we've created a couple of models that are are very beneficial and i i just want to be able to use those models to be able to to develop my collection because i still think i still think i'm i'm in the the younger group as far as financial investment in the in the hobby that being said it's just a matter of turning cards over you know, if you can get the cards in, it's about selling them quickly and be able to get in and out of, of things very fast. I believe that that Wolf has challenged me to the 90-day card holding, uh, you know, adventure to be able to have a card in my hands less than 90 days and be able to make a profit on it. And I, that's really what I want to look at in the next year is how do I how do I transform that in my personal life to be able to to turn cards over quickly and be able to make a, a good profit on them. And that's pretty much it for me. I'm I'm pretty simple. I, I feel like I'm still learning this game, but even though I've been around it for three years and I'm kind of the host of a of a you know bandwidth financial group uh discussion every well, we try to have it every week, but busyness of life, it it happens, you know, every couple of months right now. I'm hoping to do it a little bit more consistently in 2022, uh, if not every week, then every other week, and just be able to help people enjoy the process of learning this great financial game called MTG Finance or Pokemon Finance or NFT Finance or whatever we want to do finance. Uh, it's hobby finance at its finest. And I believe we have a good group of people to be able to do that. And I just want to facilitate the learning process with that. And I love it. And that's what I look forward to. As we're we're kind of wrapping up the formal section of this, what have you found to be the most interesting thing about being a part of the Band Arbitrage Network? I mean, for for my part at least, it's oddly enough been here long enough to be able to help newer people who are smarter than me. <laughs> uh, that is that has been honestly by far the the source of a lot of my enjoyment just in the hobby last six months or so, just because I haven't really played and I haven't really uh, had the time been very busy doing a lot of things on the personal front but for me that really has been just something that uh, it's it's weird realizing that you're not the the newest or the best but uh, it's really it's really fun to be able to to contribute all the same just in a in a different angle it's it's just a new niche a new role and it's fun it's part of evolution and growth I guess and it's uh, it's fun to fun to evolve happily, you know, moving forward. So yeah, great, love it. How about you, Kota? What what are you 
you know, it's it's all part of this this grand adventure that we're on, right? Yeah, for me, I guess it was interesting to be on the other side, like when it, when it was like mostly a, a player <laughs> going to stores and trying to buy lists and just do some very minor, very little trading uh, with some of the big, uh, big guns like Car Kingdom or Toa Magic uh, and uh, Star City Games, all these big names. And, and then I was very surprised that uh, these people would come to Bound, like they would come to me and all the other uh, team members. And it was like, wow, there is the, the, the ties have, sh have shifted. Like, I'm, I'm glad that there can be something more for, for them than just one of the traders uh, that goes to the booth and buys stuff like it can be something interesting and that was a, a really a good morale boost <laughs> mm -hmm. and then yeah there was uh the, the people like I, i've already been on, on this topic but like behind all the kind of, of finance that we do there is always uh you know people are behind it and it's nice to know them and know that you they trust you and you trust them and it's a, it's a nice feeling yeah it is i think it's a huge confidence boost to us as well here at Ban Arbitrage Network to be in a position to influence uh, the broader market of collectible finance. You know, we've, we've played at it a little bit here and there, but I don't think we realize just how much we've been involved in the broader scope of collectible finance until this past fall. This To be able to be asked by major companies, to be able to have people in a position to learn enough to be able to, to go onto other podcasts and share actively what they've been doing and how they've been able to gather information and to be able to learn best how to how to be, get good at collectible finance you know it's it is a difficult situation to be in as a individual trying to do this on your own because you not only have to manage your own your own collection but then you also have to discover where to purchase new cards from. And I don't know if I could do that on my own, especially with the amount of time that we have to invest. And I love that we have people that are willing to learn, willing to bounce ideas off of, willing to, to try new and different things. You know, that is, that is one of those things that I find really awesome about our group. So I, this is kind of turning into a, a toot your own horn, horn se <laughs> session. But one of the questions that we have from the chat that's coming up is, are there any new toys coming to ban in 2022 that we can kind of share a little bit about? Koda, Wolf, your thoughts? Um, I think we are going away from the model of um, you know, big uh, splash announcements and rather work on small improvements that uh, improve our daily life. Okay. I think the one of the biggest changes that nobody will ever notice is the search engine is has been completely rewritten. It is being beta tested right now, and it is a massive improvement. Like it's ten times faster, but on the both on the UI and you won't see, it, you won't notice anything. So if you notice something different, it means <laughs> something is wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think the user interfaces that we've had uh, in the past have been functional and have done their job, uh, but just in playing with the website personally uh, over the past couple of weeks, I have noticed improvements that have made it easier for me to to search for, for cards. And I appreciate that. And uh, I really appreciate all that you've done, Coda, to be able to develop a user interface that works for people. Uh, Wolf, anything from the devel development team from your side? Uh, I hesitate to make promises because then I'm, I'm beholden to them. Right. <laughs> um, but... Um... I mean, I've been echoing this for a while. I do think that the newspaper needs kind of an overhaul. Uh, I think that 
I think my own excitement got ahead of me on that forecasting page. I think that just needs to be scrapped entirely. I think that I'd like to add the the deck list aggregation that I'm doing in terms of the MTGO results and just tournament results. Uh, while I don't believe they are a valuable resource, I am now getting to a point where I understand I don't know everything. And, you know, to that end, when enough people are asking for something, I want to provide that. So uh, I want to kind of replace that with that. There's a number of things that I think I can do to kind of improve the overall way that people involve themselves with the newspaper data. I will say this will probably mean that there will be infinitely less data that you will be able to see, but I think it will be a lot more consumable so uh, it'll be, it, I want to discover that balance, but uh, yeah, that, that's, that's the best I can promise is that I want to, I want to dig into that and, and probably finagle and change that quite a bit, but uh, we'll see, we'll see how effective that is. That is a huge shift in character for you. I remember you saying more than once, I have given you all the data that you could ever want or need. I'm not going to teach you how to use it. Yeah. Well, one thing that I can tell you is that you can build all the bells and whistles and the, the coolest car. Somebody doesn't know how to drive stick. A Ferrari is useless to them. So yeah. give them uh, give them a Ford uh, Fiesta, and and if they can drive it all the way down the road, it's better than any Ferrari that could have ever been given. <laughs> and uh, it's a hell of a lot more useful. And honestly, whether they realize it or not, that's more value. So yeah. let's let's go there. Love having more value. All right, we are uh, we're kind of at that that free flow flow stage of the game right now. Is there anything that you guys want to talk about? Anything that's kind of excited you in the world of collectible finance over the past week? I mean, the thing is, I, one of my favorite things about just getting into to this hobby is, I mean, we we definitely have the focus on on collectibles, but um, at least for me for me and my end, I mean, looking into NFTs, looking into everything, you just learn business, you learn markets. It's great if you love collectibles, but um, I would say right now, collectibles as a marketplace. I know you know being an admin of a collectible Discord group, you shouldn't say this, but I think the popularity is actually winding down uh, as the pandemic goes down. And I mean, heck, even Wits traveling. So, you know, even even the mods here are beginning to go out into the sunlight again. So, but just taking the the skills that you can you can learn just by following something that you're passionate about and, and going forward, I think is, is just really amazing. It's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not tied just to collectibles as, as things kind of pull back a little bit right now i think the, the popularity will return although uh, maybe maybe we, we could get into that discussion with uh, with coda and how watsi is moving things forward but i think it's it's going to be interesting how things move forward as a whole as uh, i think markets get a little bit more scared i think that all does end up having an impact on collectibles um so it's going to be fascinating to see how everything reaches a new equilibrium is hopefully, I know Omicron's a thing, but as borders begin to reopen and we start to have a little less disparity in the arbitrage, you know, front between countries and uh, as, as markets tend to get a little bit more ideally rational, it'll be fascinating to see how everything just develops. But yeah, I, I just tend to talk and talk and talk. So I'll, I'll stop there. I love that. How about you, Coda? Um, I think I use this time to do a couple of shout outs uh, to all the people that uh, gave feedback and uh, using the tools, uh, uh, especially the upload tools. Uh, um, DJ from um, BSB did uh, a lot of very useful feedback. Uh, so did uh, Toa Magic, uh, Toa Mike, uh, a lot of interesting improvements ideas. And uh, I think Phil uh, did, uh, Phil Allen also did a very good uh, beta testing 
which I appreciate. <laughs> so uh, all all those really appreciate uh, all those people. Oh, I, I think Georgia was also involved in the in the testing. There's so there are so many that uh, I can I can thank everybody. But if you helped uh, Ben in some ways with the ideas uh, or sharing the links uh, or bringing people in, uh, thank you. And uh, and also um, special recognition for hidden agenda. He built his, this uh, secret layer sheet that uh, I really would like to bring to the website, but it's also great that uh, somebody is using the tools that we offer to for something new, and it's it's really great. I'm really, I really like where, where things are, are going on, on that front, yeah. That's a lot of people that have jumped in and helped out. I love that we've been able to mutually support and encourage each other in what we do. One of the things that uh, I'm really excited about is is really what's happening in the chats. I, I can't keep up. I can't keep up with the discussions that are going on. And I try to go back and review things. And some of the times I miss stuff, but other times I'm, I'm just excited to be able to read what's happening uh, and what's going on. Uh, I've really been encouraged to continue to have uh, a cast that, that makes sense, cast that, that asks hard questions and forces us to answer them. What you'll see from me, I hope, is is more information. Uh, we have so many talented people within the Discord, you know, just being able to to talk with them is a great thing. Being able to to hang out with Grixis and talk about the finer details of programming, to be able to uh, talk with George and and figure out how to manage a collection in his own realm, uh, to be able to talk with Charlie about the the international arbitrage that's available, to be able to talk with people that are in different realms of our world, I think is a, a fantastic thing. And everybody has something different that they're good at. And I hope to be able to share that with you in the coming year, uh, even more so than what we do right now. So I want to thank everybody. Uh, life has been hard, but it has been good. And we can say that just about every area of our lives. And so when we consider the things that we've accomplished at the Ban Arbitrage Network, well, we cannot do it without each other. And we appreciate every single person that's been a part of our growth and development over the years. And we hope to continue to offer you exactly what you're looking for, which is knowledge and information about the financial collectible finance markets. So thank you so much for joining us. I hope that you've uh, enjoyed this cast. It's a little bit different, more different than uh, what you're used to, but we're hoping to to turn a new leaf in the coming years and be able to share with you exactly what's happening. So thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you have a good rest of your day and that you enjoy the realm of collectible finance in whatever way that you can. Have a good night.